Hey everyone, and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I am your host, Ryan. How are you all doing today? I hope you're doing well. Hope you're being safe out there. And I just want to say, today's a big episode where you're talking about Disney's Investors Day. Uh, There's over 52 announcements. (laughs) Uh, It's crazy. Some of it you might have already known, but most of it's brand new. And Eric the Casual Gamer is back on the show, and we're going to go ahead and recap it and give our thoughts on each one that is announced. Um, So it's a pretty fun episode. A special audio appearance by my nephew, uh, Mr. Miles. He is out there living his best life, and you know, you're going to hear him in the background. (laughs) So I apologize for the extra noise. We did try to get rid of uh, as much as it as I can, Um, but you know what? Uh, Miles has to play with his toys, and he's he's got a mission out there. He's going to have a good time. So I uh, hope you guys enjoy the episode. Thank you so much for listening, as always. Be sure to email us at itjustworkspod at gmail.com. That is itjustworkspod at gmail.com. If you want to be a part of the show, that's the best way to go about it. You can also follow us on Instagram at itjustworkspodcast. Uh, once again, it's itjustworkspodcast, and I do weekly polls on there, and I, I post gaming clips. Um if I wasn't so lazy with social media, I'd be posting a lot more, so I'm trying to work on that. Uh, but be sure to follow us on there. And uh, thank you again, guys, um, and enjoy the show. And that is it for me. So let's cue that intro. Welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and today we have Eric, the casual gamer. He's back. Eric, how you doing, man? Hello, everybody. I'm good. How are you doing, Ryan? I'm doing fantastic. I'm excited. You look beautiful. Thank you. I look incredible today because you should see the way I looked uh, last week uh, with Alex. I looked like a pale... I look look like Lady Galadriel from Lord of the Rings. (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> I wish everyone could see your you face. Know, you didn't understand yeah, the reference at all. No, and I really appreciated that when I listened to the Lord of the Rings podcast with the two of you that you guys were like talking all this shit. I'm like, okay, yeah, not sure if I know who that is. Yeah, uh, we also but, have a third guest on the show today, everyone. It is my beautiful and awesome nephew, uh, Mr. Miles. He will be in the background living his best life so yeah he's saying ma 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 which means milk oh so oh, let me eric said i get some milk real quick yeah how do we uh there you go uh so we are going to be talking about the uh 52 things that disney just announced for their investors day call uh, it's going to be pretty crazy as eric went to go get milk for his son but now he's back it was that easy yeah it was that easy don't worry i I said we're going to be talking about the 52 things announced at the disney investors day but before we get into that uh what video games did you play this week uh well i played immortals phoenix rising which you know because i bought it for you for christmas but that's pretty good i i only played like an hour and a half kind of got established with the character and stuff which but just well you know like we talked about uh I mean, just the story, the the graphics, everything I, I already like. So I'm 
interested to keep playing that one. Played a little bit of Apex and then started Cyberpunk and then already got stuck. So that's how casual I am. Did you really? Yeah, I was in the training, <laughs> in the tutorial, I'm trying to do the stupid hack system. And I'm like, okay, I'm holding well, it. It's kind of weird, but once you figure it out there, you're like, you'll be good for the rest of the game. Okay. I, was, I, was I just good. tried twice and then had to get off. So that was about it. I had some things I had to do. So, but so far, I mean, that game looks, that game was intense. Yeah. Just it's... the look of it, the feel of it, um, the story already, right, right when you get with Padre, it, it's cool. Yeah, no, I'm pretty excited to see how the story plays out. Um, I definitely, I have, I haven't gone back and played it. I'm playing a bunch of games right now. I'm playing Destiny Two, playing Gears Five, which I recommend for anybody. Uh, that next gen upgrade for that game basically made it feel like it should have came out this year instead of last year, especially with yeah. all the updates. Yeah, they, they basically fixed the game with the last update that they released. So it's like, I wish they just would have waited another year to release mm. it. Because they just been playing multiplayer though, right? No, I'm playing the campaign right now. Are you playing campaign? And I'm really, really enjoying it. Uh, there's a lot of callbacks to like Gears 2. Um, uh, you have to go to the facility where the sires were. I don't know if you remember that stuff. Dude, I don't remember. It's been such a long time ago. But yeah, there's a lot of callbacks to Gears War 2 in like a good way that doesn't feel forced. Uh, I finished the Destiny 2 Beyond Light campaign, which is the new expansion. Uh, no, hang on. Hang on before I forget. I have a question for you. Well, I've been playing Fortnite. <laughs> 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 oh, that stupid game. The only reason you're playing it is because Master Chief. That is literally the only reason why I'm playing Fortnite, everyone, is because Master Chief is in the game. <sighs> How many games have you won? Uh, probably like two, I think. Mm -hmm. But I've been playing the Blood Gulch mode, where it's like literally a recreation of Blood Gulch from Halo 1 inside of Fortnite. It's Capture the Flag. No, that's cool. And you can't build or anything, so it's like actually fun to play it. It's pretty fun. So. Mm -hmm. They're playing that with Garrett and Trevor. Uh, the actual like battle royale mode's annoying because people build. I know that's part of the game, but it's so stupid when you shoot somebody and their only goal is just to build a whole fucking house on themselves. <laughs> like it's, I don't know. They're just trying to hide. Played a little bit of Halo last night with the crew. You know that was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you know played some Forza. I uh, played Forza with the new next gen update. And they have a new game mode out called Super 7 where people can basically make their own maps and you can play on them. Oh, really? Yeah, they can be like Hot Wheel looking maps uh, or basic mm. rally race maps like in a street rally. Mm -hmm. um, some of it's cool. Some of it's not so cool. <laughs> I think Jarrett already rage quit because uh, he couldn't get past the ramp because his car would literally just get stuck in the ramp. <laughs> so, yeah. That sounds like Jarrett. Yeah. Uh, you, you can't rage quit life, but you can rage quit every game you play. Yes. Uh, shout out to Jared. <laughs> he does that a lot. And he does listen to these episodes. So, uh, whoops. Well, he'll enjoy this. Yeah, man. So are you excited to get into this crazy-ass investor day that Disney has had? I am flabbergasted at yeah. the amount of things they threw at us. So I think we're um, going to go ahead and start off with Marvel. Uh, I think the, the COVID quarantine might have helped. I think so. I think Disney Plus probably picked up like millions and millions of subscribers, more than they already had. And that too, actually... but that, but that's not even what I was talking about. If you think about it, I mean, how much time did these writers, I mean, obviously Kevin Feige's had stuff in his head, right? And all those guys. And But think about the writers and like, oh, we could do this, we could do that, we could do, and then, and then on top of what you just said, 
they're seeing like all these numbers go up with the streaming and the, the theaters having issues and the coronavirus. And they're like, well, let's just make another five, six, seven Disney plus series that kind of tie into the movies and they will tie into the movies. And uh, yeah, yeah, and we'll make them good. I don't talk about comedians or anything on this podcast, but the comedian Andrew Scholes, who Andrew Scholes, who's been mm-hmm. doing his stuff on Instagram, who's, mm-hmm. he's already popular, but he blew up because of his content. You know, he released a, a snippet yesterday from back in March where he said, now's the perfect time for people that are stuck at home to be more creative than they've ever been and to find their masterpiece. And I think that's kind of what you're saying, too, is like all these writers are at home, man. Like they have the time now more than ever. There is no crunch. Because no one knows when it's going to be out. No one knows when they can film it. So now they have mm. more time to write good stories. Yeah, and all that write stuff. good stories. Yeah, so what we're going to do is we're using TheVerge.com. Thankfully, they have an amazing article of all 52 announcements. Miles. <laughs> all 52 announcements. So I'm basically just going to go down the, ro- the, the line. Uh, we will talk about the short description they give us, and then we'll discuss the show. So we're going to start off with WandaVision. It's the first Marvel Studios show coming out on Disney+, Plus, which got a new trailer recently, which shows a little bit more of what people would expect with the show and of what it's going to ha- what's going to happen in the show. And, and then it is also being released January 15th. Uh, it did get switched around with Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I'm butthurt about, but whatever. So before we d- jump into that show, uh, what do you think of WandaVision so far with this latest trailer that definitely shows what we're expecting from it? Uh, I just think it's it's gonna be kind of intense. It's gonna be weird. Yeah, I think it's gonna have a lot going on. I think the first two or three episodes are gonna be basically what they've been showing, where these like sitcommy episodes, and then it's gonna get dark real quick. Yeah. From what I'm hearing, which are all rumors, is that she's basically gonna be one of the main villains for Multiverse of Madness. Like she causes the. Um, the fabric of reality to be broken in WandaVision. And so yeah. Strange has to deal with the outcome of that. And so that's why we're seeing, you know, Tobey Maguire coming back for Spider-Man, just like all this crazy oh. shit that's about to happen. But we'll get into that mm-hmm. too before yeah. uh, before we move on to Star Wars. Uh, are you excited for it? Or are you just kind of like, yeah, you know, I'll watch it obviously because I, I like Marvel, but it's nothing to freak out about. Uh, I am excited about it. Because for one, I mean, it's going to be the first thing we've seen Marvel since what? Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Spider-Man Far From Home, right? Because we didn't get anything else this year. So, I mean, just to start off with that, and just to have some kind of a Marvel thing that lays out some groundwork. Um, I think they've got so much planned that they have to start somewhere, and I think that's this will be cool. I, I mean, I was excited for Falcon and Winter Soldier first, but... You know, we're still going to get it in, what, March? Yeah, so. so that's what we're moving on to now is the Falcon and Winter Soldier, which also got a new trailer, which showed a lot, in my opinion. Uh, and then it comes out in March. I think the trailer was really great. It kind of it showed that U.S. agent will be in the show. And then it also kind of showed like a buddy cop comedy thing or dynamic with uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And those are my two favorite heroes that are left in the MCU. So I, I definitely am excited to fucking talk about them and just basically see the show come to flourishing. It's kind of funny. It's almost like they have a, well, they still have a lot of respect for, you know, Steve, you know, and Captain America. And it looks like they don't really want to use the shield, but you know, Falcon will end up using it eventually. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they're hesitant to use it because of what it stands for and who it was for. 
Um, but yeah, he's going to end up with it. The the downside, there's two two things to these Disney Plus series because of Netflix, I think is the part of the issue. Um, the one thing I'm kind of like, oh, just binge. I just want to binge watch them. Give me all six. And that's the other thing is Winter Soldier. I don't know about WandaVision, but I know when Falcon and Winter Soldier only have six episodes. So it's kind of like, I guess it's like a six-hour movie or whatever, but still, I just want to binge it. Give them all to me. And I know Disney Plus probably, I mean, The Mandalorian, they only do one episode a week. I don't know. That's the one downside for me. But that's just me wanting to watch all of it now. But, um, you know, with six episodes, hopefully they can do a lot. Because if there, if there is truly that much that they, you know, like the Thunderbolts and Baron Zemo is supposed to be in it and... Um, you know, and then like you're talking about the the camaraderie between Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then uh, there's just going to be a lot for and so six episodes. I'm kind of like, you know, hopefully they do it right. Yeah, I hope they and have enough time. I hope they do it right too. It's it's such a big deal. Uh, you know, in the comics, it's a huge deal what they're basically going over. So I'm really excited to see what happens in the show. Uh, I hope they are hour long episodes, but I do agree with you, like. I understand why Disney's doing what they're doing with like the Mandalorian once a week because they want people to continue to subscribe and jump on the train, the hype train basically. Mm-hmm. But for me, I think Netflix still killed it like with the Punisher and Daredevil, just exactly. release it all immediately and I fucking loved binge watching it. Mm-hmm. And it it's not like I wouldn't go back and watch it again either, so they you can't have that argument because I did. I went back and watched Punisher. Yeah, but I think that's that's part of the reason is you, you might have went back and watched it. I know I went back and watched Daredevil and Punisher, um, not the other th- th- three, um, but not everybody did. So, yeah, you know, I think maybe that's why they're they're doing it. Like you said, with Mando, same difference where they keep the hype train going and try to uh, uh, keep people interested. I guess <clears throat> I just personally, like I said, I, I want to see everything now. So. That's just me being impatient. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, man, I'm right there with you. This next one, I'm extremely excited to talk about because we have a trailer for it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to cut that out for sure. I don't know what the hell that was. Him moving his fucking Place fire truck across the well, floor. I did say he's a part of the show. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so I wanted to talk about Loki, which we got a trailer for. Uh, is going to be released in May of next year, and the trailer for the show is fucking insane, man. Like they showed so much, and I was like, yeah. "Yes, I'm about this." At first, I didn't care. I'm like, "Why are we doing this?" But then, exactly. and then, Endgame happened, and he's alive. So I'm like, "All right." So now, what are we going to do with him? And I'm like, "All right, yeah, I want it. I want to watch." This was the best trailer that I think I watched. Yeah, for sure. These these things they put out because of exactly what you said. You know, like okay, he had his arc, he died. I was okay with it. You know, he kind of redeemed himself. Um, and then they brought him back, sort of an Endgame, different timeline, and he got away. And so it's like, oh, we're doing a story, we're doing a show. Like, what are you gonna do? How are you gonna do that? And um, yeah, no, I'm excited. This thing looks great. Yeah, uh, Miles is extremely excited, if you couldn't tell. Um, yeah, man, I just I was blown away by the trailer. Definitely, in terms of the Marvel trailers, uh, 
stole the show, if you want to put it that way. Uh, next, we're going to move on to Hawkeye. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Still going? Talk about it. You're just blasting through these things. Well, there, there's not much to talk about because there's not much we know about. I mean, just going off the trailer, first off, Owen Wilson, he uh, looks uh, badass. That part was pretty cool. I think he looks cool. I'm excited to see him in, a, in some kind of a capacity on Marvel. Um, I think he's going to be kind of funny. Um, the other, I, there's a lot of mystery, obviously. You know, there's this person in the cape, just like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the um, the lady, not, well, she hasn't been confirmed as Lady Loki, but the blonde girl, I can't think of her name. Um, so I'm excited to see what goes on with that. But, um, I mean, even at the end when he's pretending to be DB Cooper, um, that's pretty funny when he takes the money and then he gets out of the uh, plane. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that part was funny. There's a lot of it that was like, what the hell is going on here? And I can't wait to just see how it all plays out and what it leads up to for him. Well, they're talking about, you know, uh, basically D.B. Cooper, you know, that whole thing that transpired in 71 and taking real life events and like putting Loki into them. So it's kind of cool to imagine that, you know, Loki was the reason um, that that happened and they never found him because it was Loki, you know, the FBI couldn't find him because it was Loki. So just them using that was really kind of cool. Um, if you don't know who D.B. Cooper is, YouTube it, look it up, Google it. Um, but, uh, the other thing was, uh, at the end when he's in the suit and it says vote for Lo Loki for president, pulling that straight off the comics. I mean, that just looked fucking cool. So that definitely, that whole trailer really got me excited to see what the hell's going on. Yeah. Tom Hiddleston as Loki. It could have been like a better casting. Like he really got, you know, developed into that character mm -hmm. so well. And now everyone, he's a fan favorite. So it's always, it's really good to see him get his own show. Um, Especially with the direction they're going with it. It's definitely something that none of us really expected. Um, so, you have anything else to add to Loki? Or... No, we're good now. So, uh, Hawkeye is premiering on Disney Plus in late fall 2021. Uh, the studio confirmed that Haley Steinfeld will be appearing in the series as Kate Bishop. Um, sure I, like. I like it a lot. I actually watched Bumblebee and I thought that movie was really good. Was it? Yeah, I was way more impressed with it than I expected. And, and that's what I heard from people, too, though. It was like, oh, it was actually fun to watch. And it was. Uh, she seems to be a good actress. Um, she's a good singer. Yeah, no, she is. She's a good singer. Um, they already showed, like, images of her as Kate Bishop, you know, from the set. <laughs> and I'm, I'm really excited. Honestly, though, Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye is an incredible character. I think just like Loki, Jeremy Renner really um, developed into Hawkeye very well. I mean, and he deserves some kind of a show, something. I don't think a movie would be. I think the show is definitely in his his realm. Like, I don't know how they would do a movie, but I feel like a show, six to ten episodes going through, you know, whatever the story is, adding in Kate Bishop, I think that's definitely going to be real cool. Well, I think if they made a movie, they just could have showed him on his missions as Ronan. But yeah, they could for sure. Like a short film, maybe for Disney Plus. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you guys can hear Miles in the background. Honestly, it's okay, man, if he's just like vocalizing it, but it's just when he's moving his toys that it's like, holy shit. Uh, I know, but I gotta mute the mic and then give him a little scare. Yeah, that's fine. 
Um, yeah, Jeremy Renner, when he came back in Endgame, I was like, oh my god, I forgot how much I loved Hawkeye as a character. Like, he's just a really, they really wrote him in these last few movies so well. Uh, he's like the best part of <clears throat> Age of Ultron. So, uh, they haven't shown anything besides the set photos for that. Uh, do you have anything else to add to Hawkeye? No, because I don't know enough to put anything else down. But I'm excited for it. Like uh, I said, both. just to have him be his, in his own show and see what happens from there. And Kate Bishop is a more bubbly version of him, basically. So I'm really excited to see how they really uh, play out into this. Um, you know, it's just exciting. So the next one <laughs> we've known about for a really long time. Uh, they still don't have a release date for it, so they're probably just taking a while to get the actors to do their... Oh, Boru! Oh, little kidder. Um, the next one is What If, an animated series from Marvel Studios that features the voice acting, uh, the voice acting cast of many MCU stars. Also got a new trailer that offered a first look at the upcoming series. Oh, I did not see the new trailer. I did not see the new trailer for that. Did you? It was good. Yeah. But it's probably I mean, more of the remember. same, right? Yeah. I'm trying to think if they showed anything that I didn't um, don't remember seeing. I really like um, the idea of this show. Just just a fun... It's literally a, a fan conversation turned into a show. Mm -hmm. Like, what if uh, you know Captain America was... Oh, it's a comic. Was it really? It's a comic book, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, okay. I'm pretty sure it was. I'd have to look that up. So I apologize if it wasn't. But um, I'm pretty sure that it was because the zombies, I know that that, was, that actually might have been its own storyline, Marvel Zombies. Um, but they're doing that. Uh, I can't remember if the new trailer had a bunch of new stuff. I remember seeing a lot of... Um, it's probably more of the same, man. Yeah, I think it was. But I'm still excited for it. I, I actually I think I'm more excited because it's uh, the cartoon um, and the animation that they're doing. I think the animation is really good. I think if they try to do this in live action, no, I, wouldn't I, don't be, think, I don't think it'd work out. No, I don't think so either. Just because of uh, you know we're so far in with all these other characters and these actors that if you take Haley Atwell and make her captain, basically captain. Captain Britain, um, I just don't think it would go very well. But because the uh, cartoon style and animation and everything, I'm, I think that makes me a little more excited. Well, the whole idea of what if has a more fantastical approach than a live action film could really replicate, yeah. unless you wanted to spill that much kind of money into it, which I don't think they have time for. Yeah, for sure. So I think it's easier, but but they still have all the the actual acting uh, actors for their voices so that's that's really cool to me yeah so kevin feige also announced three new series coming to disney plus iron heart which is set to star dominique thorne engineering prodigy riri, riri williams armor wars which examines one of tony stark's biggest fears and stars don Cheadle, who is reprising his role as colonel james Rhodey. well it's just Rhodes, but Rhodey. and then uh secret invasion that uh, previously rumored uh, Nick Fury-led series that will see Samuel L. Jackson repri reprise his role as a S.H.I.E.L.D. director alongside Ben Middleton's Skull Shape Shifter, Shapeshifter Talos. Uh, no release dates for those two new projects. Uh, 
Let's start with Ironheart. I mean, are you excited for that? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I know that a lot of people like that storyline. Um, the actress is actually really good. She hasn't done too much, Dominique Thorne, but she was in the uh, If Bill Street Could Talk, which was pretty high praise uh, of a movie. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to say it won some, some awards. I can't remember. Um, but I just think, you know, they've got all these storylines that do well in the comics. Ironheart is one of them, Miss Marvel, um, the Young Avengers, that kind of thing. So if you're going to take, you have no choice. You've already, you know, um, Tony Stark's gone. He did his 10 to 12 years as an actor. You know, he may show up a couple times, uh, sort of, but you have to move on. And I think that they're going to take as much property as they possibly can. And, and they're getting younger actors to do so, to give us, the fans, 10 15 years of more content. So I think, uh, I think Ironheart's going to be pretty cool. And I'd have to write, should have read up on it, but I want to say Tony Stark was somehow involved with this, uh, her character, uh, Riri Williams somehow. I don't remember, but even then, uh, you know, I think it's cool. Secret invasion. Uh, you think it's going to be before Captain Marvel? The Secret Invasion? Yeah, because they can't, how can they do Secret Invasion now if the uh, people are cool? What are they called again? The Skrulls? Yeah. Uh, I would imagine they would, but they also don't have a release date, so I don't know. But I know that Marvel, uh, Captain Marvel 2 comes out in 2022. Well, that's the so crazy thing about Secret time. Invasion is it literally comes out after all these this huge phase of movies, so I'm like, well, they could still technically do it. I just don't know if they should. But now that I know it's a series, they can't really... There's no way they're going to pay all these actors to be in there to be... No, I think it's going to be what you're kind of what you're alluding to, like more of a setup. Maybe that'll be... Like, that could be easily six episodes, and it's just a setup of what Nick Fury and, and Talos are doing, and, um, and kind of, like I said, just set up a couple things. I don't think it needs to be any more than maybe uh, a one season series with six to eight episodes that just kind of gives you the, the piece in between everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then armor wars, um, again, taking a character that hasn't had a lot of limelight in uh, Don Cheadle's uh, Rhodes, Rhodey. And, um, but I love Don Cheadle as Rhodes. Yeah. He, uh, I love the character. I love the character watching the cartoon back in the day and so i'm excited for that and then i was reading they're, they're talking about i think i don't know if it already happened um but i think he's in talks to bring sam rockwell back his character um uh justin from hammer. iron man 2 thank you justin hammer which then he's part of uh he's got that company hammer. anyways it's like is it hammer industries I think I it's hammer dynamics something. or something Either Anyways. way, though, Sam Rockwell killed it in that role. Man. Yeah, he was just such a Sam Rockwell's just legit. So yeah, he's just such a fucking amazing actor. He's good in everything he's in. Yeah. So no, I'm excited. And again, and again, you have all these IPs in the comics, and then you have all these other characters that you know you can't really do Avengers five without setting up a bunch of other Avengers, right? So too many Avengers. For now, maybe. I don't know. I don't know, man. I just think they're doing too much. 
I mean, King the Conqueror. Yeah, but if they have King the Conqueror coming, yeah, but he's not. There's talks of Mephisto. Huh? Uh, I said he's not bigger than Thanos and what he tried to achieve. I just don't think I can't, King the Conqueror is. I know he's like a god, but well, he's not a god. He's I don't know. I, I was reading all of his stuff uh, when he got announced in the Amit. What later earlier in the year, I think it was. And I totally yeah, forgot. the guy from that <sighs> fucking show on HBO that I well, Lovecraft. No, I mean the the character though. I was reading like all of his history <clears throat> and. Um, he's got a pretty intense history, so I, you know, I guess he will put up a good, a very good fight. It's just, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm excited for it. So, but again, we haven't had much Marvel stuff, so that's kind of where I'm like, oh, dude, I'm super amped. But yeah, I mean, so I think those three are going to be kind of interesting, um, but they'll be cool. You know, I don't know who. The only other thing about Ironheart is I don't know who else would be in it. You know, they've really just said that they're making an Ironheart show. This is your actress playing Riri, and that's it. So well, I, I really don't know. Uh, Robert Downey come back just to not help her out, even though I believe he does in the comics. I think, yeah, pretty sure he does. But he could still be in there as like a mentor through his work, his life's work. You know. Um. So I think uh, Ironheart will be cool. Uh, the, the comic book story is really, really cool. And I think that's a recent release in the last decade, right? Mm-hmm. Ironheart's very fresh. Uh, so Kevin Feige also gave some casting updates on the already announced Moon Knight, She-Hulk, and Miss Marvel, notably Tatiana Maslany. Tatiana Maslany. Maslany. I knew I said it wrong. Uh, we'll play the lead role in She-Hulk with Mark Ruffalo's Bruce Banner also set to appear. Uh and Tim Roth is abomination. Yeah, what do you what do you think of that? I think that's really cool, man. Cool. I like it. Yeah. First I mean, off, you know, Tim Roth didn't get his due. I love Tim Roth from all the Quentin Tarantino stuff, right? He didn't get his due in that movie. Bruce Banner, of course. Uh, Mark Ruffalo, love him. So definitely excited to just have more of him. Um, and then you get somebody like Tatiana Maslany, who is fucking amazing she's extremely uh, talented and yeah i think and her physique in that running role. into uh she hulk will be perfect like i think it'll work out really well you know uh, she hulk isn't massive like hulk like she is still uh in a good way i would say like feminine like still you know not not outrageous unbelievable and i i'm really right. excited to see that show play out plus she could uh be involved with spider-man and daredevil if they go down that route they are all in the same. Well, and I think uh, I think I saw something that said um, that um, the Charlie Cox's Daredevil. The background would be, for Miles is really fine. It's okay. okay. The uh, Charlie Cox from Daredevil would be might be in it, right? yeah, because they're lawyers. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. No, I'm I'm excited for that one too. And then we got Miss Marvel star Iman Balani's Kamala Khan will appear in Captain Marvel 2. Uh, I'm pretty excited for that. You know, Miss Marvel's a pretty dope character. I think, you know, I don't know, I'm not really a huge fan of, like, her or Mr. Fantastic with the stretchy arm stuff, but they're still great characters. Um, yeah. So it'll be really cool for her to get some screen time, definitely having... Art. I think, yeah, I think the Miss Marvel was a big thing for maybe a younger generation than ours. I think just because so. Of, I think so. Because of what she represents as a you know, kind of teenager. And um, 
I like that they've picked somebody who nobody knows. Yeah, I love um, how they go down that route. She'll, she'll pay her dues, and, I, you know, they've been so good with casting that I'm not afraid of it whatsoever. Well, they should. Like, so I'm, I'm excited. Too, and it looks right. like, yeah. you know, yeah. the family dynamics there, because her dad's, like, a huge proponent in um, believing in her and becoming Miss Marvel, which is actually yeah. one of the cool things about the Marvel's Avengers game they made recently. Even though the game sucks, the story they did write for it is pretty good. And mm-hmm. I think they did Kamala Khan a lot of justice in that game. Uh, Feige noted that the shows will continue to interweave with the greater MCU, which is awesome. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's so amazing when you just watch Daredevil and then you see Punisher. So I can't wait to see these shows do that with the MCU. Yeah, I um, really miss those two guys, those two characters and, and the actors. Uh, I, I honestly, dude, yeah. The Punisher, you know, Charlie Cox and John Bernthal, like, uh, they couldn't have been more perfect for the roles. Mm-hmm. The Punisher has never looked so badass and so fleshed out. I still enjoyed the last season too. Um, mm-hmm. I I'm probably gonna go back and watch them. I think they're still on Netflix. I was gonna say I should watch this again. Uh, Marvel Studios is also working on a new Guardians of the Galaxy uh, holiday special for Disney Plus, due out in 2022. That will be directed by James Gunn. The special will film alongside the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Also directed by Gunn and set for release in 2023. There's also I Am Groot, a series of short films starring Groot. So it'll probably be fun, you know, for the kids. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be anything serious, I'm telling you right now. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, What do you think of the holidays? You missed one. You missed Moon Knight, bro. I mean, there wasn't much. They just reconfirmed that they're doing it. Yeah. Um, I think they had a. I think they had a. I want to say that when I watched the Kevin Feige talk, he might have had like a director, and they haven't cast anybody. I know a lot of people want like Keanu Reeves or Oscar Isaac has been in the mix, which I'd be good with either one. But that's it. But it's coming. So. Moon Knight is an incredibly badass character. I'm really looking forward to that show. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. So the and as far as the holiday special, I'm cool with it. Whatever. What if you're gonna film it with the right people, with the same people, with the same director, and it'll be intertwined with, well, it may not be like quote unquote intertwined, but you're gonna film it during the filming of Guardians Three. Cool. I'm fine with it. Yeah, it's not I, I'll watch it. Guardians Three, so why not enjoy it anyway? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then Guardians Three, are you excited for that to see Thor? And yeah, I would just wish it was sooner. Yeah, like it should have been. It is unfortunately far out, but you know, because of life and false, you know, cancel culture. Yeah, cancel culture. We have to wait a few more years. So thanks, you fucking bastards. Uh, movies. But, but before you, sorry, sorry to cut you off. But before, you know, now that we haven't had movies, you know, we've had almost like a whole year of break where there's just not been anything, pretty much. Uh, you know. Now that once all this stuff comes out, you know, I think a lot of people are going to be like very, very into it and excited. So I guess if you look at it that way. Well, no, that is a, that is a very amazing way to look at it because I'll agree that MCU is starting to get stale. Mm-hmm. The announcements didn't even excite me because I felt like the end game closed the door on what they needed to and then move on to something else, which they are moving on to something else, a massive story arc that they're going to be telling. But I don't feel like they'll ever be able to recapture the magic. But then COVID happened, and COVID sucks. I'm sorry for anyone who's had any negative experiences. But at the same time, like you said, we have a year gap now because of it. 
and now I'm excited to watch Black Widow. I'm excited to watch the Eternals, Shang Chi. Mm-hmm. Like there is so much shit about to happen that I Freaking cannot Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man, all three of them coming back. I can't wait. Well, maybe yeah. Andrew Garfield's not coming back. Oh no, Electro's oh, recasted. He He's coming back. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna move on to movies. Uh, Kevin Feige confirmed that Black Panther two will not recast the late Chadwick Boseman, uh, Boseman's King T'Challa. The film, set to be directed by Ryan Coogler, is still set for July 2022. What are your thoughts on that, man? Uh, and they also said they're not doing CGI, so it's like, well, what are you doing? I am okay with not recasting Chadwick because of after learning about what he did and how he did it and what he was going through. And, and you really wouldn't have known except the fact that um, some – some pictures and stuff showed that he was kind of looked like he was kind of sick or something was going on. Um, but he still fought through everything and, and did all these movies, even with what he was experiencing. Um, I think it's a real cool, like legacy to leave behind and, and just know that Marvel and Kevin Feige and, and Disney or whoever, they're like, no, we're not going to do that. You know, we're, this is, what this is what we set to do this is what he did he did it amazingly um the the back side or the the flip side to that is what the hell are they going to do who are they going to how are they going to do this so the easiest thing that i could see i don't know how they would explain king t'challa being gone or uh passing away or something but the easiest thing i could see is um shiri becoming black panther because it happened in the comics yeah and you know, if to be honest with you, I would be okay with that, but I, I would maybe like Black Panther 3 that. I I feel like I would really, really much rather see, and I don't I don't know how they would do it. I really don't, but uh, they've done so much good stuff. I'm sure they could figure it out. I'd like to see Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, dude. He would be so good as a replacement. Yeah, because he wasn't like a... I don't feel like his villain in black panther one was so like insane or um villainous if you will i feel like he had a purpose um and he used the one of the suits and you know i know he kind of i don't remember i haven't seen the movie in a little while um you know he did die technically but you know it's comic book movies and everybody always comes back so that's what i would really like and then maybe he can have like a redemption story in Black Panther 2, work with Shiri. Uh, you know, they could battle Namor, bring him into this somehow, you know, stuff like that. And then once he has his redemption arc, you know, maybe Shiri takes over. You know, maybe it's just not what doesn't work out for him, even though he helped Wakanda, something like that. And then Shiri takes over for the third one. But I think if they just, I don't know, I, I just it's don't know how they would do it. because. If if Ryan Coogler knew about Chadwick Boseman's diagnosis, I think they should have still wrote Shiri to be more important than she is, because yeah. I just don't think she's developed enough to take such a massive mantle, sure. you know. Whereas Michael B. Jordan in the one film you got him, you're saying that his villain wasn't that insane. It's because he wasn't. His resolve made sense. Like for him mm-hmm. to see the world the way he did, I didn't see anything wrong with it. He thought life was taken from him. He thought his place in the world was taken from him, from his own uncle, you know? 
like it made sense it wasn't maybe right <laughs> but you could you could still i could see people standing by his resolve as well and he just acted so well and him and chadwick got along so well like i could see chadwick being okay with him taking over <laughs> and it's not to say that Shuri still can't be black panther herself it's just like she is not developed enough to take over that role yeah i just i i don't know man we'll have to see what happens uh, yeah you know obviously as you so, said, those are my thoughts and i i really that's doesn't even I, I really don't have any thoughts on it is uh, we'll just have to wait and see Pretty much, that's where I'm at with it. I'll wait till the first trailer to make a first yeah. judgment. Uh, yeah. A third Ant-Man film, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, is officially in development. Peyton Reed will return to direct, as well as Paul Rudd, uh, Lost Girl. <laughs> I can't. I can never say her name. I forgot. It's Evan Evangeline Lily. Evangeline Lily. Evangeline Lily. She's a great actress. Uh, Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, Quantum Mania will also introduce Jonathan Majors as King the Conqueror, one of Marvel's biggest villains. And even though I was talking out of my ass earlier, he really is one of Marvel's biggest villains. Uh, if you guys look up his history in the comics, you will see some crazy stuff. This dude means business, and uh, it's going to be a huge deal to see him. Uh, what yeah. are your thoughts on that, man? I'm, I'm really excited. I'm one of the few, but I, I love the Ant-Man films. I love them yeah. so much, man. That's what I was about to say. That's exactly what I was gonna say. I fucking love Paul Rudd. He's the that's best. Really, <laughs> and all the Ant Man's is, you know, as cheesy, if you will, or corny or whatever. I love him. I don't care. And it was mainly because of uh, Paul Rudd. But Paul, but those movies also, in the grand scheme of things, have been the the, the like a placeholder, and then pushed each story into Infinity War and Endgame um, further and further, or like Civil War. So I like those movies. I'm excited. They got everybody back. And again, here comes fucking Marvel doing it to it and getting a, a good actor, up and coming new actor, and giving him a freaking role. I mean, Jonathan Majors as King the Conqueror. King the Conqueror is in everything, comic book wise. I mean, he's dealt dealt with everybody. So just to have him as a character and then have that guy as an actor come in and do what he's about to do, I'm excited. Quantumania doesn't mean shit to me because it just doesn't mean anything. I mean, obviously, Quantum Realm, I guess. Or the, so we'll see. Well, but yeah, I'm so excited. Sure yeah. But yeah, you're right. King the Conqueror literally has a fight with pretty much every single mar major Marvel hero at one point. Like, he's massive. He's a huge deal. Uh, next is probably one of the most anticipated films as a, because of recent developments, but Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness will be in both of the upcoming, will tie in to both the upcoming WandaVision and Sony and Marvel's third Spider-Man movie. The studio also confirmed that Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange will appear in the upcoming still unnamed Spider-Man sequel. So this is... Probably one of the biggest things that's going to happen. This will probably be its own Avengers movie because it's going to show the multiverse, which means in one, Tony Stark's still alive. It's just a different Tony Stark. Captain America could still be Captain America. There's a couple of rumors about what's going on with that. We might see, you know, just for the hell of it because they can do it. You know, John Krasinski playing Captain America in the multiverse. And then I guess Tom Cruise is Tony Stark. <laughs> Just a couple oh, rumors. That's that are, what they, yeah. Because those were supposed to be the original casting, so they figure why not have some fun with the multiverse. 
I mean, it won't be fun when they film it. It'll be serious because uh, it's a pretty serious uh, movie that's about to happen. But uh, the biggest thing is uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man will be in this film. Tom Holland will be in this film. Like, there's, it's crazy, man. We're about to just get the biggest Spider-Man crossover the world's ever seen, and I seriously yeah. couldn't be happier about it. Tobey Maguire just, is an amazing yeah. human being. He hasn't been in movies recently. And I still really like his three Spider-Man movies. It's just the third one is so terrible. Uh, it's just really a shame. Yeah. I mean, bringing back Jamie Foxx as Electro, which, again, if he quote-unquote died, they can still bring him back as a different type of Electro, which maybe they'll bring him with his uh, actual costume. I think Jamie Foxx has sort of alluded to that. The other day they got Alfred Molina, which was Doc Ock, which is probably my is my favorite Spider-Man uh, villain, and I thought that he did well. Um, he did really good. So to bring him back and that character, then you got Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, Tom Holland, um, and if they're, I guess it really just depends on how much time they have, but you know. Um, I would love that they did if they could do the freaking Sinister Six. They've got all the characters, and they have enough Spider-Man to help him out. I just you know, exactly. I don't see how in live action Spider-Man can fight all of them. I just don't see how he can pull it off. Not without the other two. Yeah, like he needs help. I mean, I think this is a chance for Miles Morales to come to the live action oh, yeah. screen too. You know, it, I don't know if the voice actor of his character could do it. I don't know if he's too old to play the character, but. I think if they brought Spider-Verse fucking Miles Morales into the big screen, that'd be amazing. Uh, Miles Morales is an incredible Spider-Man. One of my favorites, for sure, when it comes to heroes. Uh, he's getting a lot of uh, you know, popularity right now with his own video game. Um, you know, I, There's just a lot to talk about there when it comes to Spider-Man, and I'm really excited to see the future of it because... It's it's a huge deal, and Spider-Man is one of the biggest heroes in the world, so why not have some of everyone's favorite Spider-Man come back? Because I still think Andrew Garfield did a pretty good job, too, to be honest, in his own way. Um, yeah. I think every yeah, Spider-Man so too. far has captured the age that they're supposed to. Because uh, till this day, I think Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man is just such a uh, like an older type of wise Spider-Man really saw it for what it is. And then you got Tom Holland, still kind of a goofy kid. Spider-Man, then Andrew Garfield is like in between. So, really excited. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I would be excited if they could do anything with Miles Morales. The downside to what, which I don't know how much of a downside it would be, but um, the guy who played or voiced Miles Morales in, into the Spider-Verse, he's 25, uh, Shamik Moore. Um, he's been in a, a couple other things, but I think that would be cool. But I, I don't know if they could use him, especially if he's supposed to be younger than spider-man and if you used tom holland yeah he's uh, supposed to I be mean, tom holland's 24 mm. in real life so i i don't know i think i think he might look too old i think there's a that's a kevin feige you know let him figure it out yeah oh um, yeah for sure, for sure. <laughs> uh so finally marvel studios is developing a new fantastic four movie this will be the first fantastic four movie uh, created by people who actually care about the franchise and know what they're doing. Um, mm -hmm. Even though I don't mind the original ones, like the very, very original ones, I thought, for their yeah, I thought for their time period they did actually pretty good. Um, and I was okay with the casting 
of the single one by Fox with uh, Miles Teller, Michael B. Jordan. Um, the uh, other two, I can't think of their names. Uh, uh, Kate Mara. Yeah, super hot. Right. Um, Kate, and then Kate Mara or whatever. And then um, Ben something. Kate yeah, Mara and they did a Jamie really Bell with that. Jamie Bell. Yeah, that casting was perfect, man. Yeah, but the movie was horrible. So, so yeah. So, so like with that being said, casting-wise, there's rumors. There has been rumors. Boss Logic has done it, and I know there's other people that have uh, shown freaking Jim Halpert, John freaking Krasinski, and they've already tried to use him as captain. Please. Please. He'd be just a, such a good Mr. Fantastic with em- yeah. Emily... Uh, he can wife, be serious. His wife as uh, on oh, that's the other yeah, Invisible yeah, Girl. It's, it's uh, no, I'm blanking. Sue Storm. Sue Storm. Um, I don't know who you would get for the other two characters. For well, there's, brother there's and, the and Boss Logic posters that have his his personal casting picks, and I think they were like perfect. Zach Efron. Oh, I think was uh, one Johnny Storm. I think yeah, that's dope. I'd be dude. okay with that, dude. Zach Efron. I like is Zach. A good actor. He's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And um, and then, yeah. So if they do that, I don't know who. I'd have to look it up. Uh, But if they can do that, I would be just take my money. Just take all my first family of heroes, man. I'm excited to see it done right. Finally, Uh, no matter who they cast, I still believe it will be done right. I just hope it is the cast that we just talked about. I think mm-hmm. all of those actors so far are perfect for their roles. Uh, I think Emily yeah. Blunt as Sue Storm would be really cool. Um, John Krasinski would be perfect as Mister Fantastic. It's literally just him playing Jim Halpert, but a little bit more serious. So, yeah. uh, and then and physically, you know, I don't know what they would do. Well, he's he's ripped now, dude. So he's been ripped for that. Uh, was that Sean Harris? Uh, well, yeah, that too. Uh, Jack Ryan. Yeah, and. Um, I forgot what I was going to say now. Sorry. Well, before we move on to Lucasfilm, which is the next huge thing we're about to go over, my question for you before we move on, since this has been awesome to talk about Marvel on the podcast, do you really want all of this for another 10 or 15 years? Yep. Really? Just like that, huh? Yep. You're not getting burnt out of it? I'm no. a, it's just a question that I think a lot of people have out there. Uh, I'm not burnt out of it yet. I was, but like I said, this year break without a film it has been really, really nice because it created, I mean, it may not financially have been great for the studios, but for me, it's created a lot of anticipation for Black Widow. Like now I'm extremely excited to see it, even though I, you know, kind of know what happens. But, yeah. Yeah, no, uh, like I said, I, I really wasn't that excited for Black Widow. Like in the beginning of the year, after Endgame and after like that whole conclusion, and they just did such a freaking good job with that. I, I just wasn't. I didn't want to. I mean, I would have watched it. I would have been there first day to watch it, but I wasn't that excited for it. Whereas now that we haven't had Marvel, we've got all this stuff on the horizon, all these new characters to branch out into, and um, now I am kind of excited to watch it. See. Uh, what goes on. I'm more excited for Eternals and Spider-Man, but I, I will be watching Black Widow the first chance I get. Yeah, me too. So I am excited for the next 10 or 15 years of Marvel. It's just, you know, it's a lot to take in, and you just hope to God to do it right. But for some reason, 
uh, Kevin Feige has been given the gift of Stanley's grace and has apparently figured out how to just do this all correctly. Uh, it's very crazy. He reminds me of Dave Filoni when it comes to Lucas or when it comes to Star Wars. Like this dude is just a walking encyclopedia of these characters. You could tell he's so dedicated to these characters and getting the right casting and just doing it right. Uh, I'm not saying it's all on his shoulders, but let's be honest. If it wasn't for him, I really don't think we'd be sitting here talking about Marvel the way we are. Uh, not that no. the actors, the cast and crew and the directors didn't do their part, but they wouldn't have their jobs either if it wasn't for Kevin believing in John Favreau and Robert Downey at the very beginning. So uh, good on yeah. him. But now we're going to move on to uh, something I just like basically freaked out about uh, when it got announced. So Disney not only announced the that roughly 10 Star Wars series are upcoming Disney+, Plus. But it also gave some early details about a few of those series and other Star Wars projects. Additionally, the final Indiana Jones is now in pre-production and it will be released in July 22. Uh, so before we get into the new series announced, are you excited to see Harrison Ford kill another one of his characters? Not really. I think we didn't, it's so we didn't, need, we didn't need the fourth one, even though it's so bad. It's pretty good. And you know, the worst part about that is that uh, Shia LaBeouf wasn't even the worst part. Shia LaBeouf uh, is an amazing he, actor, man. No, I know. I what him. I'm saying is, is that time in that era when he was like all whole you know, supposed to be, yeah, when he's supposed to be not that great of an actor, he wasn't even the worst part of that movie. Yeah, the story, the CGI was horrible. We didn't need it. We don't need this one. So I'm, unless they show me like some really cool story in the trailer, no, I'm not that excited for it. I would also like to put into context that. Our family is not the biggest Indiana Jones fans. They're great films, but like none of us really like freak out over them. Like, when was the last time you watched any of the three? Uh, well, my favorite is the third one. I, but I can't I, think of the name. But the last time I watched it, Crusade. Thank you. The last time I watched it was, I don't know, two years ago maybe. I remember watching it when you got them on the Blu-ray. You had the the trilogy on Blu-ray or something like that. It's a box set, and I had a hard time getting through it. I just don't see Indiana Jones like anyone else, even though I do agree that Harrison Ford's a better Harrison Ford character in this than Star Wars, you know, with Han Solo. But I just, I just, uh, I don't know. I'm excited for it. You know, now, and just looking at it now, Crystal Skull came out in uh, 2008, and they're going to put it out in 2022. We're talking 14 years later. Yeah, and Harrison Ford's gonna look exactly like it is fourteen years later. Like I don't know. I mean, he didn't look that great in Indiana Jones, Crystal Skulls. So I mean, he looked good in, as Han Solo in Star Wars. The thing yeah. is, Indiana Jones is way more physical, so I don't know what they're gonna do. Um, I am excited for it to come out to give the fans of Indiana Jones something better than Crystal Skull. Like, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a good film. I can't yeah. imagine they'd screw it up. But we're gonna move on to the Star Wars series that were announced. Uh, We already knew this was announced, but they talked about it. And I want to go over Star Wars, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Because, my God, I'm excited for this. Christian Haydenson is back to play Darth Vader. Ewan McGregor back as Obi-Wan. And the series takes place 10 years after the events of Revenge of the Sith. Uh, How hyped are you? Uh, I am pretty hyped yeah i, I liked ewan mcgregor i do like ewan mcgregor and i liked him as obi-wan and i those 
first three, you know, the, the episode one, two, three, with the, they're not without their issues, but they're not horrible either, which you and I have gone through, and Alex. Um, actually, I think I'm more excited to, to know that Hayden Christensen will be in it with better fucking dialogue. Give me the, the menacing Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader with good dialogue. Yeah, I think that's what I'm really, really excited for is to him to get his due. You know, I never yeah. thought, you know, I just thought George just wrote shitty fucking lines for him when it came yeah. to, you know, Star Wars. So I'm just beyond excited for this film. But I was telling, you know, Darian, I was telling her that like... Series, right? Yeah, it's a series. But I was okay. telling Darian that so, they can explore Darth Vader killing the rest of the Jedi. They can explore mm-hmm. him visiting Padme's gravesite, which they just did in a graphic novel recently. And it like shattered him. He's also got the castle on Mustafar, which they showed a little bit in Rogue One. There's just so much for Darth Vader to, to do that I think people should understand that, that there's a lot they can explore with him. The only problem I, or the only worry I have is Obi-Wan. Uh, he's on tattooing, so like, what the hell is he up to? So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I trust them, though. Star Wars right now, because of Mandalorian and Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni, is on the, the greatest fucking like track it could possibly be on after this terrible right. sequel trilogy. Exactly. So I'm excited. Give me, give me some good. And, uh, yeah, let me just try to forget some other things. Cool. So Disney plus is getting two new star Wars shows, both spinoffs of the Mandalorian, uh, Rangers of the new Republic and Ahsoka. So the three shows are planned to feature crossovers in the future too. So just as I predicted, and most of us could have predicted, John Favreau has basically created the MCU in Man- uh, Star Wars, and The Mandalorian is the the center of that. And so I'm pretty sure Rangers of the New Republic will either be literally just some new characters, you know, uh, serving the New Republic, or it will be Cara Dune uh, getting her own mm-hmm. show, essentially, because she is the Marshal of the New Republic. So maybe there will be people who report to her, she, people she works with that are Rangers. You know, those guys are technically Rangers that are flying the X-Wings. So I don't know what's going on. Uh, I'm excited for it regardless. And then Ahsoka, uh, Rosario Dar- Dar- Dawson, excuse me, will continue playing Ahsoka. And my God, that is badass. She killed it in Ahsoka. It couldn't have been a better live-action version of her. Uh, just really uh, translated very well from the animated show. Uh, so yeah. far, those two, show- oh, those two shows being announced, are you pretty excited for that? or? Yeah, I mean, I don't know anything about what... I mean, they didn't really say much about Rangers of the New Republic. I like the title. And we'll see what happens with that. But Ahsoka, I think that's fucking awesome. I love Rosario Dawson. Yeah. And everything that she's been in, pretty much. Um, and she looks like Ahsoka. I mean, obviously, with the makeup and everything. And she, she's a great actress, so give her, give her what she needs. Yeah, no, I'm really excited. I thought her one episode so far was like the perfect translation from the animated show. Just her personality, everything. I just thought she did such a good job. Uh, next up is Star Wars The Bad Batch, an animated series about the Bad Batch of clones from Clone Wars. will debut exclusively on De- uh, Disney+. Plus. Uh, these are basically like the expendables of the clone troopers. These guys are badasses. They're hotshots. They get the job done. But... Uh, one of the cool things to talk about right now is they actually show in the trailer uh, Order 66. So we're going to see how the Bad Batch basically handles Order 66, which I'm really curious about because they're going to have to kill their own clone brothers. So 
Hmm. It's just going to be a very good storyline, I believe. Uh, they're in the last season of the Clone Wars series, if you just want to check out the characters, which I recommend the last season alone if you're a Star Wars fan. Uh, it's the it's insane. Um, so next up is Star Wars Ondor, uh, starring Rogue One's Diego Luna, and it's coming to Disney Plus in 2022. Uh, they showed a little snippet of it. It looks like Diego Luna, who is the executive producer on the show, is really, really putting a lot of effort into creating it. This dude is all about playing Cassian Andor one more time. Um, what are your thoughts, though? Because it's like, the dude's dead. Did we well, it's a prequel. I know, but it's like... I don't think we needed uh, it. I don't think we needed it, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be good. So I, I kind of... I don't know. I mean... Um, I don't. I don't think we needed it. I'm not mad about it. Right. We'll see. I mean, it's not something that I needed, but but I like that his enthusiasm in the trailer really kind of well. That's what, gives yeah. me enthusiasm for the show for sure. And then they showed some sh- set pieces which look freaking awesome, like the Mandalorian. You know, having real uh, set pieces and not a bunch of CGI bullshit like some other movies. Um, so yeah, you know, I'll remain skeptical but optimistic. Yeah, yeah, seeing, like you said yourself, seeing him so excited to be a part of this again and to basically have a creative hand in the, the show really gets you excited. Uh, I I'll tell you what, though. Rogue One is fucking awesome. Oh, Rogue One is one of my favorite movies of all time. I yeah. think it's such a damn good film. Uh, well, we're going to get into that. But yeah, I think it's pretty great. Uh, the Acolyte, a new Star Wars series helmed by Russian doll creator Leslie Headland set in the High Republic era of the franchise, is coming to Disney+. Plus. That's it. We don't know anything about it. Um, the High Republic area, I'm pr- era, I'm pretty sure they mean the Old Republic. Oh, no, the High Republic is a new uh, set of books and comics to go out, but it is 200 years before The Phantom Menace. So hmm. we will see how that goes. Yeah, I hope they just didn't make a bunch of like Star Wars stuff, stories like ra- random stories that you know just to put money, just to get money out of the Disney Plus, uh, you know, subscribers and stuff. I hope these are good and worth their time. Well, but this kind of doesn't tell me much and doesn't make me want to watch it. But I guess we'll see. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, it could be. You know, it's uh, well. The acolyte is a person assisting the celebrant in a religious service or uh, procession. So that's the definition of acolyte. Um, so it could have something to do with the Jedi. I'm pretty sure it'll be something decent. But I think what you're talking about with like just bringing stuff out to earn money, I think this next show is basically that. Uh, a droid story, a new project mm-hmm. for Disney Plus will feature a new hero alongside R2-D2 and C-3PO. Uh, don't get me wrong, I love the dynamic between those two droids, but I don't think we needed a show for it. I don't. I just don't think it's necessary. Uh, and you know, these last three films, really, they were all separated. Or they both seemed like they were separated. There wasn't much uh, banter between them uh, that I can remember. Uh, it was a little bit, but not enough to... But not like the freaking original three, yeah, you know, or even... Out. Yeah, so, you know, whatever. It seems a little more like a cash grab, like, oh, a droid story. Okay. And then the next one we have is Star Wars Lando is a new 
event series coming to Disney Plus that we don't know if it's Donald Glover coming back or uh, James Earl, no, not James Earl Jones. Uh, no. Uh, um, I did this the other day. I screwed up the other day. People are screaming at us right now. What? People are yelling at us right now. Oh, that we I don't know. know. Oh, I thought you would have known. Uh, I, almost, I can't think of the guy's name. It's going to be something we should have known. Um, but anyways, yeah, so they're making a Lando series. Uh, if it's either Lando, I'm okay with it, to be honest with you. Uh, it's not Carl Weathers. He's on Mandalorian. Um, oh, my dude, God. How, do you, have, how have you not looked it up yet? I see you on your phone. I'm not doing anything. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm looking it up because I'm pissed off that I don't remember. Um, Billy D. Williams. Okay. Jeez. We're the worst. Yeah, sorry everyone. We forgot Billy D. Williams, who has done nothing with his career besides like a few commercials. You know, was doing it. But anyways, he came back in Rise of the Skywalker to play Lando again, and I thought he did a really good job. So whether it's Donald Glover's Lando or Billy D. Williams Lando, I'm excited for it regardless. Um I not anything to freak out about. It's another series I don't think we need. But it probably could well, explore his I would career. like to see um Mr. Childish Gambino. But if it's not, though, and it's older Lando, then he could take Chewbacca with him, and then it basically shows their story after. Or I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know, man, because I'm hearing there's a lot of rumors out there that they're trying to retcon the sequel trilogy. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. Just leave it alone. So who knows? Stop. Uh, and then Star Wars Visions is an upcoming anime anthology series coming to Disney+. Plus. Uh, okay. I don't, I don't know, dude. Whatever. We'll see. I'm not a huge anime guy. I don't like anime at all. However, there is a lot of anime type of merchandise with Star Wars, so it will be cool for those fans to get you know an actual series out of it. But next up is easily my favorite fucking announcement possible. Uh, Star Wars Rogue Squadron. A movie will be made by Patty Jenkins, and she will be directing the, the next Star Wars movie, Rogue Squadron, due out in December 2023. Uh, they just showed a little trailer, and all it is is her talking about her dad, who used to be in a fighter fighter pilot squadron, growing up, always wanted to make a fighter pilot movie, and now she's been given the opportunity to make Rogue Squadron, and I couldn't be happier for it. If it's anything like the Nintendo 64 games, <laughs> uh, I'm hyped. It could, really could be about Luke Skywalker and Wedge Antilles, though, on their missions uh, you know, for the, the Rebel Alliance. So... Um, I'm hyped. Yeah, I think I'm like beyond think, excited. Yeah, we'll see what they do with it. I mean, it couldn't, can't be. I mean, I don't know. It's like a Top Gun slash Star Wars. Yeah, I just want to see X wings and Tie Fighters shoot each other for two hours. So I'm I'm excited. And if it's anything like that, then I'll be happy. Uh, Disney also discussed the untitled Taika Waititi Star Wars movie, first announced in May, that has already been in development, but there is nothing revealed about it. Mm-hmm. It's Taika, so whatever. Yeah, let him do whatever. Take, the hell he take wants. my money. That uh, is hilarious. So, what are your thoughts so far on everything Star Wars? That's pretty much all that's been announced. Um, I uh, couldn't be happier for the future of Star Wars. But how do you feel about it? I mean, personally, I just there's a couple things that I want to watch, and then that's it. Fair enough. So, I mean, the Star Wars movies haven't been. They kind of have a bad taste. So let's see if they can fix it up and get me back on track but I, i'm not like insanely excited i mean 
Rogue Squadron, the Taika Waititi, Obi-Wan, and then, um, you know, the couple of other shows that they had, like Ahsoka yeah, and then the New Republic. Rangers of the New Republic. Ahsoka. And that's kind of it. We'll see. But, All right. Well, that yeah. is all the Star Wars stuff that has been announced so far. There's definitely a lot to look forward to there. Do you really want to talk about the Disney animation and the Pixar stuff? Ryan, it's your longest podcast ever. Uh, it's almost my longest podcast ever. I don't think it is. Well, we're going to make it your longest. We can blast through it. I like You know what, Ryan? Sorry that I have a son who loves Toy Story, and he's going to love Lightyear. And I already love the Chris. I mean, I mean, I, I don't know why they had to change your old girlfriend who's all excited for probably some of this. So I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's a little, a little different, but okay. Well, I'm just saying, like you know, like uh, it doesn't matter what age. I mean, there's just a lot of people out there that still really love the Disney animation and stuff. That's all. I'm well, let's just blast through it. All Ray right, and the so Last Dragon. Disney premieres on Pixar. May March 5th. Don't know anything ahead, about sorry. it. Don't care. Uh, yeah. Baymax, a series based on Big Hero 6, is arriving in early 2022. I never watched Big Hero 6, so I don't know if you know Baymax. Oh know. my gosh. It's so good. Well, see. Go watch it. I'm good. No, go watch it. It's good, dude. It's actually really good. I just watched it the other day with Miles. Oh, okay. And Baymax is hilarious. Oh, really? Yeah, you'd like it. We'll see. I think uh, you'd like it. Zoo, Zootopia Plus... A new awesome. series based yeah. on Zootopia is hitting the stream service in spring 2022. I never watched Zootopia, but I did hear a lot of people really enjoyed it. Uh, as long so long so long as they get Jason Bateman and the the girl character, the rabbit characters. I can't think of the voice actress, but if they do that, then we're good. If they don't get Jason Bateman, well, Jennifer right. Goodwin. I couldn't think of her name. Uh, Tiana, based on the Princess and the Frog, is premiering on Disney Plus in 2023. Okay. I mean, the movie's uh, not that bad. Watched it the other day. A long-form musical comedy series for Moana. Uh, no. Okay. In Canto, a new movie set in Colombia with music written by Lynn manuel Miranda is overhyped, is in development. Uh, Lynn manuel is a genius. Okay, Ryan? Stop being a hater. I just, like, I don't know. I don't think he's that cool, but whatever. He doesn't have to be cool, but he is good at what he does most of the time. Yeah, his Broadway stuff's pretty crazy. Uh, Iwaju, if I'm saying that right, I don't know if I am. An original long form series made in partnership with the Kugali uh, something media. Kugali, Kugali uh, media is premiering on Disney Plus in 2022, and then uh, we have Disney's Pixar uh, Lightyear. Uh, it is an origin story for Buzz Lightyear, who will be voiced by Chris Evans, and is hitting theaters in summer 2022. So, my question for you is, what do you think about that? Because I love Chris Evans, but I also think they could have just used Tim Allen. I think they could have just used Tim Allen. I don't know why they changed the character. I mean, I guess as a younger Buzz Lightyear. But we're talking about an animated character, so that's why it's like... Why? Why? I just I don't know. I I'm cool with it too, right? Chris Evans is dope. He's gonna do a good job. They wouldn't have casted him. I don't. Well, I just don't know why they did that. It's just so yeah. I, I agree with you. Being an animated character, it's not like you're gonna show age. Um, I I still think they might use Tim Allen, or maybe he's a different layer because there's well, obviously what, some that's what toys. I'm saying. It's the origin story of the character, not the toy. So that's yeah. why I think 
it's well i don't know i think it's gonna be fine i think people are still gonna be happy just shut the fuck up no. <laughs> did you hear him he said no he's miles said no uh the newest spark shorts episode burrow arrives on disney plus is it talking about donkeys uh on the december 25th uh pixar popcorn shorts featuring iconic yeah. pixar characters start streaming yeah. in january uh that miles uh that could be cool uh doug days a new series featuring the beloved dog doug from up oh well, that's cool yeah give me some more doug dude doug that's actually pretty cool and then i thought this was cool too a car series following lightning mcqueen and mater uh, is coming to Disney Plus in fall 2022. Uh, that's yeah, because I'm okay with that. Because if you watch all three cars, which I've seen so many freaking times in the last year, because my son, yeah. don't you tell me no. Um, yeah. Cars one, really good. Cars, cars two is okay. It's okay, but it's weird because it's not really cars. It's like secret agent cars, and then Cars three, you know he he's got the. Uh, Cruz Ramirez in there and she basically takes over so he just takes the old leader role and uh, as a pit crew chief and that's kind of it so when you're watching all three of those you kind of, yeah. kind of just feel like three different stories so if they let's just say that they take this this new series and go right after Cars 1 I'm okay with it yeah I don't know we'll have to see but I'm, I'm pretty excited for it win or lose Pixar's first original Long-form animated series about a middle school football team is coming to Disney Plus in the fall of 2023. It's about um, a softball. Yeah, so middle school softball team. Did I not yeah, say that? Football. Uh, is it football? Yes. <laughs> okay. And Pixar shared new information about movies in the pipeline, including Luca, a, a movie set in Italy about a boy named Luca, will hit theaters in June. Um, that's going to be an amazing movie, I'm sure. If it's anything like, uh, what's the last one they did? About... Coco. What? Coco. What? Coco. Coco, yeah. You're like lagging as you were saying it, so I didn't even hear it. Uh, Coco. Yeah, that mo Coco is a fucking amazing movie. Uh, Turning Red, about a 13... Yeah, okay, so this is weird. I don't know if, like... Okay, Turning Red about a 13-year-old girl going through puberty that transforms into a giant red panda, yes, really, in parentheses, when she gets excited is in development. Isn't that weird? It Isn't sounds weird. really, really weird. Like what kind of excited is she getting? That's where it's kind of weird. Well, when she's 13, one time so. excited if she turns into something else. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, it's Pixar, so they'll do something good, I think. Yeah. I mean, whatever. We'll see what happens. And then Ice Age is getting a spinoff series starring Simon Pegg. Disney is making a new Disney Plus spinoff movie starring the weasel character from the movie series Buck. The movie titled Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild will star Simon Pegg as the voice of Buck. It's premiering in early 2022. Okay. Whatever. It's still probably be good. Yeah. Uh, Noah Hawley is making an alien TV series for FX and Hulu. Showrunner of Fargo and Legion will be making a new series based on the alien movies for FX and Hulu. There's no release date announced yet. What are your thoughts on that? 
I think a series with this show would be uh, with that franchise is pretty good. It just depends on how they go about it. But I think if yeah. they focus, I think if they focus all on horror, then I think it would be a really good series. Like just well, I mean Fargo, the Fargo series and Legion. I mean those are pretty cool. So I mean Fargo's still going. But Fargo's kind of like True Detectives, though, where it's like the same base idea, but it's in different eras, right? Yes. Yes, uh, you're correct. So uh, the last thing we have to talk about is probably the most exciting thing to talk about is Will Smith and Chris Hemsworth will star in the series for National Geographic. Will Smith and Chris Hemsworth will each star in each of their own film or shows for National Geographic. Welcome to Earth allows Smith and as he embarks on an awe-inspiring journey to unlock the secrets of this planet's most extraordinary, unexplained phenomena and limitless, starring Chris Hemsworth explores the limits of his human body. <laughs> it doesn't say his, but, <laughs> you know, he's, he's, he's a fit dude, you know. And Miles is here to join the show. Miles! Hey, buddy. You guys can't see him, but he's on the camera right now. He's got, he's got Buzz Lightyear, and he says, "Fuck you, Disney." Puts Tim Allen back in the show. <laughs> oh, think about that. My nephew is so adorable. Well, hey, uh, that's pretty much everything, Eric. I think we did a pretty good job of covering this. It took about as long as I thought it would. Uh, do you have anything to add to Marvel, Star Wars, or Pixar? Uh, no. No, I mean, I would say I'm most excited about the Marvel stuff, so whatever. As much as I hate to say it, talking about it out loud with you right now, I'm more excited for the Marvel stuff. But I think that the Star Wars stuff is just as, it's almost there. It's pretty good. Yeah. Also, I got it announced uh, yesterday, I think, but Mandalorian Season 3 will be out literally Christmas Day next year, so... uh, we had to wait that long for season three. Wow, really? It was announced? I didn't see that. Yeah, it's already in pre- pre-production. Yeah, that's a whole year. Yeah. Miles. Hey, buddy. Yeah, I didn't know that, but whatever. All right, well, we're gonna. I'm going to close out the show because no one wants to hear me talk to somebody they can't see. So, uh, yeah, so this is the It Just Works podcast. My, my name is Ryan. I'm the host. Eric, thank you so much for being on the show today. And do you have anything to say to everyone? Uh, no, just uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Sorry about my child. <laughs> Whoa, dude. All right, everyone, yeah. have a good day, and we'll see you back on Friday. Bye. Okay, later. Later.